Than answers like you've never been truly drunk in the city. You've had to use a bar stool as a walker to get home. <laughs> Hi, America. Oh, Hello, world. My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Childhood is like being drunk. Everyone remembers what you did, except you. Yes. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers websites and tv shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment we will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events strange supernatural unusual bizarre and just plain weird if you've just tuned in especially to hear the show then i admire your taste if you've just tuned in by accident then i admire your luck i am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests, somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains. With the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall. Whatever my mother listened to before she went to bed picks and pulls on her unconscious mind, and that's the tune that she snores. <coughs> Don't stop me now. <laughs> she's having a good time. She's having a ball. So snuggle under your covers, turn out your lights, and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and or value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I've called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show. So let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and adolescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years with her own team called Hellhound Investigations and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and EVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also a producer and sound engineer. Heather recently bought a toilet brush. This week she decided to go back to toilet paper. Welcome to the show, Heather. Oh, <laughs> hi. Hola. Having a fun week? I am. Um, can I add something? You can add whatever you wish. You're not getting points for it this early well, on, though. Is it that those things are I'm, scratchy? I'm gonna. I'm a little afraid to say it because. Oh no. I was dreaming last night, and my brain was telling me the worst jokes. Okay. That I woke up with. Oh, Would you great. like to hear one? So you dreamed. A 
Terrible joke. Terrible jokes. Well, this is my life. I'm making a living <laughs> I, out of this. I woke up thinking, where did that come from? Would you like to hear it? Because it's very fitting. It's the ghost of Johnny Carson. Yes. Oh, I yes. What did one toilet say to another toilet? Ooh, I'm flushed with success. I'm feeling a bit flushed. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. Nice. what my brain did last night. You're dreaming of toilets, are you? No, terrible jokes. <laughs> I think George Michael had similar dreams, I have to say. Oh. And R. Kelly. Why does toilet paper need a commercial? Who's not buying it? That's what I'd like to know. Mm. I also wish to introduce... The Mad and Crazy! Michelle Corey. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. If Michelle's cats have taught her anything, it's if you're tired, just lie down anywhere. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Michelle. True. Hello. Michelle's good at sleeping. She can do it with her eyes closed. Yes. Oh. <laughs> also joining us, and I've not had any dreams. Also joining <laughs> us tonight. Could have fooled me. The same as every week. We have our resident psychologist, Chad Peters. Superman wears his underwear outside his pants, and he's a hero. When Chad does it, it's weird, creepy, and he's told to go home from work. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Chad. Thanks. Sometimes when I wear my underwear and it matches my outfit, it makes me feel... Like I have my life together. They are mad. They are bad. <laughs> and they are paranormal. This is season three, episode 62. So as always, to introduce our first round, which is the round of infinite knowledge, we have the sleepwalking Martin-sponsored gong of infinite knowledge with the warm milk of facts and the melatonin of statistics. This should wake everybody up. There. On this very day, in 510, 1510. 1510. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? Yes. Ten past three. Yes. On this very day in 1510, Florentine Renaissance artist Sandro Botticelli sadly passed away, aged 65, famous for his painting, The Birth of Venus. Do we all know such wonders? Yep. The blonde hair coming out of the seashell, the something wind blowing her. Something about a clam. Her. Yes, right. something about a clam. <laughs> okay. There's the squasher of culture and cerebralism <laughs> right there. Yes, I remember doing my PhD in art history, and it was something about a clam. That is true. Oh, that's why I'd go to art school. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it many times. It's in the Uffizi Gallery in Florence. Very impressive. But he died today in 1510, so for the first time in the history of MQTA Radio and possibly any other radio show. I cannot believe that bizarre, strange, and fascinating facts about Sandro Botticelli. There we go. I thought I'd bring some cultural content to the show. Have you ever played Jelly Botty? Like, it's like Botty Jelly, but it's a game called Jelly Botty. You go to the casino buffet and drink some cheap beer, and that's called Jelly Botty. Anyone can play? Oh. I'd share that with yeah. you. What does Botticelli have named after him? To win pasta. your first points, Pasta. Bowtie yes. Pasta. Little yes. action man, G.I. Joe, Bowtie Pasta. Yes. Botticelli has pasta named after Rigatoni. Yes, that's called rigatoni, though. Rigamortis. We're going to go through every bastardized Italian yeah. word. Yep. Cannelloni. Cannelloni. Bologna. I don't know anything else. Molto bene. Anything else you want to throw in there? Pasta. Penne. Yes. Tagliatelli. Tagliatelli. Okay, he's got a pasta. What does he look like? What is Botticelli's... It's difficult not to say Jelly Botty now. What does Botticelli pasta look like? Corkscrew. It looks like a corkscrew, the twisty ones. Mm. 
Nice. He has pasta named after him. What does Botticelli have named after him, Michelle? Paint. He has paint. Pass me the Botticelli blue. Yes. I just need to look at her eyes again. Perfect. Chad, what does he have named after him? Something architectural. Like mm. Dorva Cathedral? Well, I'm going to give you a clue, and you can now shout it out. You need to think celestial. Manicotti. Star. Manicotti. <laughs> a planet. A, a planet. That'll be Planet Botticelli, will it? Yeah. Come on, live there. Why am I here? Comet? A comment. These are all good things. Clouds. Nothing... No, not clouds. A asteroid. <laughs> Asteroids. He suffered terribly with those. <laughs> He's got a crater named after him. Where do you think that might be? On the moon. <laughs> on Venus. <laughs> on Venus. Yeah, there oh, you on go. Venus. It's not on Venus. No, there's no points what? to be had. You're running out of planets. Mars. <sighs> Let's play What's My Planet. Uranus. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to see that crater. Anything else? Mercury. Chad has won the point. He is like pulling teeth. He has a crater named after him. On Mercury, would you believe? You'd have thought Venus would have been a better choice, but I think Venus has such a dense sulfuric acid atmosphere that I think until recently they couldn't even penetrate the surface to know what it even looked like. There might be enough erosion there to cover up a crater, too. I would agree with you. I'm sure that's been sandpapered smooth. One day on Mercury lasts 1,408 hours, which is the same as a Monday on Earth, I'm led to believe. Yes. Botticelli was also famous for doing drawings and illustrations for Dante's Divine Comedy. And I remember back in the day when I was a student at the Hayward Gallery, back in London, very posh, and the Royal Academy, they had an exhibition of those drawings, and they were very... Very impressive. Botticelli never married and once famously proclaimed the idea of doing so gave him what? Hives. Gave him hives. Yes. He came out in a red blistery rash at the thought of matrimony, at the thought of taking his loved one up the aisle. Yes. <laughs> up the central passage. This or, caused him hives. Or alpicia. Alopecia. Yeah. You're breaking my heart. You're shaking my confidence lately. Hives or he's going bald. Hives or he's going bald. Yep. You're spreading your chips liberally, aren't you? Yes. Michelle, the thought of getting married gave Botticelli what? Epilepsy. Epilepsy. He had a fit of epiplectic, epiplexic epilepsy. Easy for you to say. Chad, what did it give him? A lisp. He was like, oh, goodness, no. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I do think that he uh, entertained the idea of uh, perhaps liking the same sex, as did Michelangelo and Leonardo da Vinci. It was common at the time, and I believe he did walk with a lisp. I believe that is true. Miss oh, Morris. Did they have heebie-jeebies? Did he get those? I don't know what heebie-jeebies are. Is that like the shakes, the shivers? Yeah. Sure. Came yeah. over a little bit shaky. He had nightmares. He had <gasps> nightmares about the fact of... Getting married. Well, that's Italian women for you. She does have her mother's beard, of course. Mm, <laughs> wow. Old people at weddings always poke me and say, you're next. So I started doing the same thing to them at funerals. Oh. Less funny now, of course. The Vespucci family commissioned most of Botticelli works and the Medici family as well. But the family became famous in America for what? What did the Vespucci family become famous for? A motorcycle. In America. The Vespucci I think you're getting Vespa. confused. Uh, Vespa means wasp. It's a, it's a shortened version. Z- That's a good name, isn't it, for a small little moped? Vespa. I want one. That's yeah. wasp. Wasp in Italian, I'm led to believe. It's a yeah. great name, isn't it? Do you sure remember Vespa Lynn from the James Bond films? Mm. You're saying the Vespucci family gave America the moped. <laughs> yeah. The Vespa. 
This would be the Vespucci family of around 15, 14, You're acting 54. like it couldn't happen. I, I know it couldn't happen. I'm convinced <laughs> it hasn't happened. Unless some sort of time hole, portal, wormhole, some sort of device has made that happen. I'm almost guaranteed the fact that the Vespucci family did not give America mopeds. But if that's your answer, I'm happy give to embrace it. Give us a hint. You want clues, do you? You should no. know this. Blues clues, go. Blues clues. Well, let Michelle have a go. What do you think the Vespucci family gave America? Pizza. They gave it pizza. Very Italian. I like that. Uh, Nothing better than pizza. Chad, what are your thoughts? I think they arguably gave America its name. Chad is <gasps> on Vespucci. fire. Amerigo no. Vespucci. 1454 you to 1512 stop. gave America its name. In a room full of Americans... No one knew, except Chad. He's now up to a rather resplendent, sailing across the ocean, going to fall off the end of the world. Four. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm glad I never said that. On this day, in 2005, American comedian, impersonator and actor Frank Gorshin died at the age of 72. Famous for playing what, Miss Morris? Who? You're not even listening, are you? You're what? fiddling around over there. Frank Gorshin was famous for playing what? Batman. What are, you, what are your thoughts? Well, You're Frank. into comic books. Oh, you didn't say that. I like, thought your dad I looked know. a bit like him. I think I know. Go on, Michelle. The Riddler. He did play the Riddler. There's no points to be had. Oh, nice. He what? played the Riddler. Died, passed away at the age of 72 on this very day in 2005. So the, for the first time in their history of MQTA Radio. I cannot believe that. Bizarre, strange, <laughs> and fascinating Ooh. fact about the Riddler. Feeling confident? Riddle me this. Riddle oh. me that. The Riddler. What was named after him? We've already had Botticelli. He had the a question crater. Mark. Mm, he had a crater on Mercury, we discovered, <laughs> after 20 minutes of pain and hardship <laughs> and anguish. Chad did break out in hives thinking about that. But what's the Riddler got <laughs> named after him? Any thoughts? Uh, the game Guess Who. He has game Guess Who. Well, it's called Guess Who, though, isn't it? By default, it's called Guess Who. But it has a question mark. It does have a question mark, <laughs> because you're supposed to guess who. It's a riddle. It's a statement. It's a question. I will give you some clues as you progress, but I want to Go see on. what strange and funky answers you present first. What do you think the Riddler's got named after him? Green Suits. Green Suits. Yep. I look good in Sage. Yep. Kelly Green. Heather, Heather Green. See that? There's, there is a thing called Heather oh, Green. Nice. I don't yeah. know. P Green. Let's play What's My Greens. We could be here sometime. Yes. No. Chad, what's the Riddler got named after him? A fish. A seahorse. I'm going to give you a clue. It's in California. There's your first clue. A ride. Oh, Miss Morris. Oh, nice. At Universal. What type of ride? A roller coaster. A you are. On fire, Miss Morris. It's nice. called The Riddler's Revenge. Ooh. My first is in Bell, but not in Taco. That's The Riddler's Revenge right there. Uh. It is the tallest and the fastest stand-up roller coaster. Miss Morris is 100% Yay. correct, and it's called The Riddler's Revenge. Are you fans of roller coasters? Do you like a roller coaster, Miss Morris? Yes. You like roller coasters? Yes. Michelle, do you like oh, a roller yes. coaster? We Love. need to go to Apple Valley then or somewhere, yep. don't we? Do you mm -hmm. like roller coasters, Chad? Oh, yeah. I'll be sitting there watching everyone's coats and hats. You'll be taking pictures. Cannot bear them. Cannot, I get no. a nosebleed climbing the stairs. Cannot bear roller coasters. I've been tricked onto a couple in the past. Worst two or three minutes. Why do you want to feel like that? What's, what's the advantage of feeling like that? Terrible. 
not a fan. I'll be sat watching as you come off in different shades of <laughs> olive, sage, and heather green, of course. But I get sick on a carousel. What? Yeah. Give me a ticket for that horse tornado, please. <laughs> a horse tornado. A carousel. I like the name carousel. I like your carousel, sir. Fabulous. Riddler was invented, of course, by a gentleman in 1948. He's got the best name ever. His name is Bill Finger. Bill nice. Finger. All to his friends, that was Willy Finger. Yes. Do you want some Willy Finger, Michelle? No, thank you. Maybe later. Yeah. That was invented by a gentleman called Bill Finger in 1948. I'm not making this up. What do Frank Gorshin and the Beatles have in common? Now, simple yeah. as that. Cultural references throughout the show. Cultural I'm liking these questions. This is making me happy. Mm. On fire tonight. Love it. They each had number one hits. Frank Gorshin and the Beatles had number one hits. Yeah. There you go. Nothing wrong with that. That's a good answer. Might Perfect. be. <laughs> what have they got in common, do you think? What could they possibly have in common? They're British. They're British. Ooh. That's your answer, Chad. What do you think those two things had in common? They're both best enjoyed on LSD. That's also very good. <laughs> I think they produce most of their best work on LSD, right? arguably, you could say. His first appearance, Frank Gorshin's first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show on February the 9th, 1964, was the same night as the Beatles. Oh, see, no. I was wow. reading that. I and it was his big out. break because everyone tuned in. To watch the Beatles, oh, right? Sure. The Beatles. That's not a bad warm-up band, is it, for your act? Right? I have to say. <laughs> yeah. Davy Jones, who then went on to be in The Monkeys, also appeared on that show. So that wasn't a bad evening's entertainment, was it, on the 9th, February 1964? But he did stand up. He did impressions. He did a very mean Marlon Brando impression. Huh. That was then. But this is now. As we move on to our favourite part of the show, it's the mailbag. We love... The Mailbag, we love reading out your messages of support. We love reading out your letters. If you join us, you can go to Facebook, search for more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. There's jivolity, there's fun, there's cartoons. Jazz. There's banter. Many. Jazz. There's what? Jazz. There's... I'm agreeing. Oh, Jazz. yes. Jazz. Difficult to tell with your deep Minnesotan accent, you mm -hmm. betcha, don't mm -hmm. you know? Jazz. Rosemary. Posted on Facebook. Glad to be here. Yay! Hey, hello, hey. Rosemary. She's a new member. Welcome to the madness. Poor I don't know bugger. if you quite realise what you're getting yourself into, <laughs> but we appreciate that and thank you for your support. Be sure to tell your friends and family. Elizabeth posted, I got three out of four questions right in the composer quiz of last week. Finally, I got a topic I knew something about. Nice. But who the hell keeps in their pocket 24-7? A small porcelain frog. Well, Schubert, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because right. Schubert would rub his porcelain frog oh. before every mm. composition, every time he got on the stage and knocked out a tune on the old Joanna. This is true. Yeah. Elizabeth is listening, of course, on the Dark Matter Digital Network. You can catch us at 8. It used to be 8 o'clock, didn't it? It's 8 yeah. o'clock in California. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can now catch us at 10 p.m. Central mm -hmm. Time, 8 o'clock in California. 11 if you're on... The East Coast, that's the Dark Matter Digital Network, 100,000 listeners in 140 countries all over the world. And I'm sure if I wink at Miss Morris before the end of this round, she'll be able to pull up the top 10 countries 
that listened to us last week, I'm going to put you to employment. I'm going to give you a task rather than you sitting there. But I don't get paid. Just drinking heavily. <laughs> just being in the presence of Michelle Chad and myself should be payment enough, I mm, would suggest. Congratulations, oh. Heather. Yes, yes you're um, getting a pain. Very please. lucky. You're welcome. Very lucky woman. Alan, good friend and patron of the show, has yeah. written, ever noticed that Adrian has the same inflection in his voice as Boris Karloff did? Is that an England regional dialect? I don't think I remember what his voice looks like. I'm going to have to go on YouTube or watch one of his films. I believe he was born and grew up in Camberwell, which is in South London. I don't think it would be more than 10 miles away from where I was born and wow. grew up in East London, so that's possible. Boris Karloff spent his childhood in Enfield as well, which is in North London. Enfield, very famous, of course, from 1977. The Enfield Poltergeist, if you remember such things. The film The Conjuring 2 was based on the Enfield Poltergeist, a very famous oh, really? case back in the day that the BBC covered and has been turned into many films since then. Alan listens on our platforms. All our shows are archived. You can listen to us anytime. We're on SoundCloud. If you search for MQTA Radio on SoundCloud, we have six years' worth of shows on there. And if you're listening on SoundCloud right now, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you appreciate what we do. We have an extra 20 to 25 minutes of the show at the top of the hour. We stay in the studio when we're researching our stories of the paranormal from around the world. We cannot help stumble across stories of a more adult nature. Mm. Stories that are laden with globules of warm, yes. sticky... Naughtiness, moistness. Nice. Keep <laughs> going. Disgusting. Make it up. Shugging off. Perfect. So we can't Sticky. read those out on there. We would get removed or we would get a hefty fine. But if you jump over to our archives, as soon as the show's finished, we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filthing around called Not For Your Mother. And people say it's their favorite part of the show. We also have the show available on many platforms. iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, BuzzSpot. Buzz spots. I don't know what it's called. Blind spots. Freckles. Freckles. Hives. <laughs> Freckles irregular FM. mole. Irregular. Yes, my favourite platform on Apple is Irregular Mole. Uh, <laughs> Listen to me, Irregular Mole, on a regular basis. Skin tag. Nice. Oh, skin, skin tag, tag radio. radio. Coming at you. Skin tag radio. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yes, if you're looking for Skin Tag Radio, you're going to be left wanting. Michelle's going to set that up with a GoFundMe site at some point in the future. For some reason, I don't doubt it's already on the internet. Skin Tag Radio, coming in your ears. Yeah. It's disgusting. But if you're walking the dog... If you're in the gym, if you're checking your tags, does that look infected? I don't know. Pull it apart. God, why am I here? Put a fish line on it. You know. Oh God! And then shut the door. We'll do that live. We have so many creative people that listen to the show. You know somebody somewhere is going to do a logo and an ad for Skin Tag Radio. Mm, the yeah. platform. So. <laughs> it's catchy, don't you think? Yeah. It's great. Wow. STR. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mandy has written, I'm ready. I have my drink and the fire is going. 
Perfect. Her house is on fire. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Better get out. Stephanie added, finally, it's Friday. And Catherine posted, I'm so happy I was able to listen tonight. Great show. Thank you to all Aww. of our listeners. If you want to write to us, we will read those out. Go to more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can post your comments on there. All of tonight's stories, the bands of the jokes, and many, many other things are on there. If you wish to be a Patreon, you can donate a single dollar to the show. If you go to Patreon dot com search for mqta radio for your dollar you get many wondrous incredible and fantastic things you get to listen to the show first you get yes. to listen to shows that have never been aired yeah you get episodes of ghostbusters that we've written ourselves and acted in yes you also get miss morris and we're waving right now would you like to explain to our listeners Hola. what your dollar will get you if you do that right now this minute well if you do that you will get access to video as soon as i catch up on are floodwaters oh. um but you actually get access to these radio shows along with the not for your mother segment on video so you yes. can see all our antics it's we have be great cameras in the studio so you can see what we look like you can see a lot of the jokes don't come over on the radio because you're throwing things at me and you're pulling faces and acting and do a manner of this. crazy things <laughs> in the these. background yes i can see what you're doing you first gave Sometimes me two these. points and now you've given me one point yeah. Missiles are raining down on me as we speak. <laughs> we have a Twitter account, Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips, if you wish to join me on there. We have 100,000 followers on Twitter. Again, Facebook, if you're on there, we'd be very grateful. I am an author. This is my day job, but I do write books. I've written the books Mysterious Minnesota, Mysterious Midwest, and also How to Be a Christian Psychic, what the Bible says about healers, mediums, and paranormal investigators. If you jump onto the internet, if you go to any decent book shop, I was going to say store and shop, a stop. A stop. That sounds very Dutch, doesn't it? Stomp. Stop. Well, stomp is actually Belgian mash. If you go to a Belgian restaurant, or if you're in Bruges or Brussels, if you ask for stomp, you're going to get mashed potato with vegetables in it, is what you're going to end up with. Yum. It's not the end of the world. With a wild boar sausage and a wild berry jus, that would make my day. A big kilo of mussels. Fantastic. I love Belgian food. They have a lot of beers in Belgium. Michelob, Lethe. There's some fantastic we call it Michelob. Juniper. Well, let's say it how it's meant to be pronounced rather than how you've murdered it in this country. Let's go down that road, <laughs> shall we? Should we talk about what we do on a Tuesday? Miss Morris, discuss what we do on a Tuesday at 8pm Central Time on the internet. On Tuesday nights, we meet up on the More Questions and Answers with Adrian Lee Facebook page at about 8pm Central and we watch some terrible show together. <laughs> So. And we drink a lot. Copious. A lot. It's a watch party. And, and it's live. We have gift wars, which are hilarious. Yes. Yeah, they are. We have five, six hundred people. We break the internet. Yep. Yeah. This shows an irrelevance. The curse of Civil War Gold, 8 p.m. Central Time. Terrible. I believe that's the History Channel. It's a shocking show. It's terrible. So bad. When we used to watch The Curse of Oak Island and we had watch parties. I thought that was bad. I used to make jokes each week. You'll remember this if you've listened to the show over the last six months. I used to make jokes about how little happened in that hour. Well, genuinely, last night, nothing happened. They ended last week's episode by saying there could be some tunnels under this house and we need to get a permit if we're going to dig anything up on the seabed. Well, yesterday, or the day be on Tuesday, going back, they went to get their permit, because there's nothing more exciting than watching the TV and oh, seeing some sort of paperwork yeah, being put yeah, in paperwork. to a council oh, building. That's an exciting hour right mm -hmm. there. 
and the tunnel, they just pushed a brick through and put his arm through it. And that was it. Literally, nothing happened. Wow. They said they wanted to Keep punch a hole through the tunnel. And, yes, I know the feeling. And my comment was, don't punch my tunnel. No. Wow. There's I, insects in this room. Yes. I'm being plagued by mosquitoes. This oh, is like a swamp. We've had our studio flooded. It is. We should hear. We probably frogs. hear frogs and crickets. I soon. saw an alligator <laughs> as I was coming through. There was an old man in the corner playing a banjo. We have all sorts of wildlife in here. I got the malaria. Nice. Ooh. Dengue <laughs> fever. Dengue <laughs> fever. You don't even know what that is. That's like West Nile Bad. fever. That's in, that's in your ear, isn't it? It messes up your balance. Where'd you that get Ebola. that from? <laughs> so I tell you what happened to my granddad. He was feeling unwell and he was in his 80s and he wasn't feeling 100%. So he went to the hospital and they ran some tests on him and said, oh, you've got malaria. Bearing in mind he comes from East London, right? And uh, they said to him, when did you get malaria? And he said, I never knew I had malaria. Well, apparently, during the Second World War, they shipped him out to the jungle and they gave him some yellow tablets to take for malaria. And he thought it'd be a good idea to grind them all up and use them as paint. And he painted a lion on the back of his rucksack, which was the logo for the squadron he was in. So he used his malaria tablets to paint the logo on his rucksack. And at the age of 80, they said, when did you get malaria? And he said, I never knew I had malaria. Wow. True story, I tell you. He's the only person in East London who's caught malaria. Unbelievable, I tell you. But it's a shocking show. But join us, 8 p.m. Central Time. I'm guessing you have the top 10 countries that listened to us last week, Miss Morris. You ready? Yes. I'm born ready. I've got the U.S., the U.K., Canada. Yep, top three. Normally the big hitters are there. Germany. Oh, yeah. Wyoming. Yes. Then we have Australia. Are we going to get an accent for each one of these? That was like having a stroke, wasn't it? Hi, Mike. We also have a Japan. Oh, and then Japan. we have um i don't know that one well tell us the country and we'll tell you michelle has to do it ireland oh they envy god i thank you very much nice we're losing <laughs> listeners by the bucket load Slancher. and then do we have korea 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 and ireland in the top 10 that's good going mm-hmm. yeah, thank you to uh, those countries you. we appreciate that I don't know how to do that one. Canada. And then, and then we have Spain. <laughs> she struggles with English. España. Ah. Señor. No, you've got nothing, have you? Señor. What do you call a Spanish streaker? Señor Willy. Señor Wiener. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. And then number 10 is, of all places, Malaysia. Malaysia. Oh, wow. Perfect. It's always all cool. strange countries, but thank you to all of those countries that are listening to us. As always, we've reached the part of the show well, we introduce again Dr. Chad Peters for his random fascinating fact of the evening. See if we play Dr. Peters. So I mentioned earlier that America, America Vespucci's claim to being the namesake of America is disputed. Yes. That's because Richard Americ was the investor in John Cabot's second voyage, and John Cabot was the first European to set foot in the American mainland two years before Amerigo Vespucci. So it could be one of... The other. I also thought there was a Welshman that claimed to have found it. That's similar. Yeah, that's America. That's the guy, yep. is it? It was the Vikings. Says so this country <laughs> could have called Cabotsville. Yeah. Yeah, Cabotsville. I'm sure there is a Cabotsville. We will never know what we need is a psychic and a crystal ball and someone that could speak Italian. Ooh. Yeah. We start our first round proper. That is ghosts and hauntings. And remember, we don't do wolves. Michelle is yet to score. I also have a duck egg. Heather scrambled her way. To two points through some sort of cheating. Brilliant. Roller coasters. <laughs> That's your specialist yeah. subject. Chad is currently in the lead with four, but all Rockness. is to play for. 
Robbie Williams reveals hit song Angels was inspired by Encounter with a Ghost. The former Take That star has revealed that his hit song Angels was actually about him communicating with ghosts. Well, why wasn't the song called Ghosts then? Yeah. Angels and ghosts are two completely different things, right? A ghost is a dead person. An angel is a extraterrestrial creature created by God solely to be used as a messenger. Yeah. Well, I'm getting confused. Mind you, if you're thinking about hitting the paranormal hard with detail and you know lots of uh, educated research, you're thinking Robbie Williams can take that, right? Yeah. Robbie 45 explained that he has always been attracted to unusual phenomena, particularly as a child. Speaking to the Sun, the former X Factor judge said, "When I was a kid, I used to talk to dead people. I freaked. That's not a very nice thing to say about Sam Cow. No. Oh. <laughs> I freaked my father out when I was three, four, and five. And All three were, of those, huh? All oh. three of those years. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. And there were people." That had passed on. I had lucid dreams. There have been UFOs. One close enough that I could throw a tennis ball. Really? An entire UFO squadron brought down by a tennis ball. Nice. I didn't know that. It's like the Death Star, isn't it? If you just hit the right ventilation pipe, the whole thing goes up. Can you imagine being sat in the UFO and it's like, he's just throwing a tennis ball and it's hit the only spot that's going to cause this issue. (laughs) What's the chances of that happening? I used to call them ghosts, but I don't anymore, as I don't know what they are. The singer went on to reveal that he's gone through a number of unexplained experiences. Yes, unexplained experiences, like how he got so far with such a limited singing voice. I don't think that's controversial. I think that's fact. That have influenced his life path. He explained the very first song that I wrote was Angels. And it's actually about angels. So really? He's changed, he's I thought it was about hippos. Who what? knew? <laughs> don't stop me now. Is about don't stopping me now. Don't oh. even get close. Don't don't even think about stopping me now. I'm having such a good time. I'm having a ball. People think it's about my mum, or think it's about somebody I loved, but it's actually about angels. That's been my biggest hit by far. Sorry, mum. He had it. If I wasn't for my belief or semi-belief or trying to understand what it is I see and feel every now and then, I wouldn't be where I am. Robbie's shock revelation comes ahead of a new documentary he's starring in called Hunt for Skinwalker. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Stop. As opposed to a skinny walker, because that would be Kate Moss. Uh, Talking to the dead... Or, I'm loving angels instead. No. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And you will see the story for yourself in glorious technical. I shall give myself. Bulk. If you are playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, Miss Morris has jumped in and given you your first drink of the evening. Wherever you are in the world. Salute. Prost. Cheers. Skull. I shall give myself take five. There. I'm now in the lead. See how quickly that can happen? Miss Morris. Yeah. What have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts? Something fun. Hauntings. You mean the last 25 minutes wasn't fun? I'm having a blast. This is a joy Are to be alive. I love this show. Yeah, you sound pretty enthusiastic. I love yeah. this show. It is said in September last year, two families lost their children due to goblin attacks. Oh, well, that'll do it. Those little yeah. goblins. What are they using children for? Stews? Harvesting organs? What does Slaves. a goblin want with it? Oh, there you go. Mining expeditions. Using their right. bones right. as bridges. Bait. You're not going to make a big bridge with two kids' <laughs> bones, are you? Well, goblins are little. That yeah. is true. I haven't considered. See, I've been a fool. What was I thinking? I'm an idiot. Quite a long bridge, isn't it, for a small goblin? You betcha, that vertebrae. Yeah, you stretch that out. A nice couple of femurs oh, end to end. Bleh. 
Residents expressed relief after the goblin, which was claimed to have killed the children, was destroyed by prophets. I didn't know they could do that, but apparently they can. We're learning, duh. You leave this show with more than you arrive with. Yes. Michelle does it all the time. I'm a prophet of the goblins. <laughs> Call me Hob. <laughs> I'm sure that was a concept album for Yes back in the day. <laughs> I was going to say something, but it's enough for your mother. No, right? we'll save all the rude uh, stuff. Yeah. I don't want to get fined. It's not your name no. on the show. I'll get the bill. Good. However, the piece was short-lived, as it is reported that the residents are once again subjected to suspected goblins that are said to be killing several villagers' cattle. They're really hungry for hamburgers. Where is this? I'm getting there. Okay, I was excited. Oh, very. The alleged goblins strike during the night in the cover of darkness. Uh Uh-huh. Staying in their homesteads has become a nightmare for community members residing in Jamiroquai Village. Jamiroquai Village? (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me. It's the return of the space goblin. (laughs) As they're walking through the house, the floor's moving around and all the furniture. Wow. (laughs) Under Chief Sigola. What? Sigula Weaver. You must yeah, that's know. right. Yeah. Mm. Every morning. I'm still no closer to knowing where this is. It's. I think it's Zimbabwe or something. Okay. I don't know. Jamiroquai Village. Jamiroquai Village. With Chief Sigourney Weaver. That's right. Nice. Every morning we wake up to the death of our cattle. At first we thought it was a thief, so we took turns in guarding the crawls. It's lucky that there's no big savage in mammals with big hope. teeth that could bring down cattle anywhere in Africa, right? Exactly. In hope of catching the thief. The goblin, the sneaky bugger. <laughs> Are these <laughs> technical terms? <laughs> She's a sneaky bugger. She'll take a hold on It you. was all in vain. It was very much in vain. Because we never caught anyone or anything. But every morning, we found a dead cow in different homesteads. Last year, a cleansing ceremony was carried out when some kids mysteriously died. Oh. That's just funny now, and... isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Way to bring Took the show down, Morris. <laughs> See, we wasn't bothered about cows. No, They're no. to a penny, right? No. I had a burger before I came in here. And we thought we would have peaceful lives. Right now, we don't know how we will be helped because we believe these goblins can be killed, but later on come back in full force. A tribe of goblins. A tribe of goblins. Village head. You need a minefield or some sort of electric fence. Gobli. Gobli. <laughs> Village head Mahula High. Mahula Nidlovo. You've really done your research, haven't you? <laughs> Shh, he's about to speak. Yes, and he's fluent in Swahili. Oh no. Has not been spared from the goblin attacks. So far. Thirty cattle Sounds... have been found dead in this area. Chinese. I have also lost some of my cattle. I am now seeking divine and traditional intervention to exorcise the area, whether it's the goblins or someone is using juju. Mo- what? Juju. Juju? <laughs> we must <laughs> wow. protect the mumu from the juju. I see the what's happened. The mumu from the juju. <laughs> Things you never I thought. I love it. 
<laughs> would ever be said on the radio. Is there much more of this to go? A little bit. I'm losing precious minutes of my life. We are tired. Don't. You were going to say, I'm tired too. No, when is I... this story going to be done? The merest hint of a thought hadn't even began to flicker across my mind. <laughs> and we want goblins or the person behind this cot. I have heard complaint that the goblins are also destroying some village crops. Crop and they have parties bugger. and keep us up all night with loud music. I wouldn't want my daughter to marry one. Now each household is currently contributing money to pay the person who will come and conduct a cleansing ceremony. We this will... has all been organized by the hobgoblin doctor. Exactly. That's right. It's That's like right. in medieval <laughs> Europe. It was interesting that the guy that owned the biggest leech farm suddenly decided it was a good idea that everyone should use leeches to right cure on. themselves. Yeah. Oh, we hope they will do a good job and stop the terror before it gets out of hand, those goblins, said Mashimoto. And that's the, best, that's the best East African accent you've got, is it? Very much. Wow. So good. Hobgoblin, or I'm just not believing. You decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian, and you can read the story for yourself with Heather Morris. Heather Morris. here for a long time. Heather Morris. And all you drink is soup. I'm losing the will to live. Funeral directors in crisis as a number of people dying plunges. We need a few good wars or a pandemic, don't we? Oh. Stock market listed funerals provide a dignity. Has recorded a 22,000 drop in fatalities so far for 2019. It's a dying trade, I tell you. Oh. Chief Executive Mike McCollum said the number of deaths in 2019 may mean that our short-term financial performance is lower than we anticipated. But he added, I am confident that the changes we are making will allow us to generate sustainable growth in the medium to long term. Serial but, killers? Yeah, they're poisoning everybody <laughs> oh, with, yeah. with thallium and heavy metals. Good. Almost untraceable in small amounts over a prolonged period of time. Arsenic. We'll find out. You can get it from flypaper. Can you really? Yes. Lick it. Nice. <laughs> Office. <laughs> Not now, I'm on air. <laughs> I wear it as a headband. <laughs> You're making your own jokes up. Office for National Statistics figures show early 2018 saw a high number of people dying because of flu outbreaks, severe cold weather and hobgoblin attacks. Uh. The mild start to this year meant fewer deaths of the elderly and those at risk, while people are now living longer because of medical advances. A mild start to the year. And they want to live in Minnesota. Yeah, God, idea help as an all-time low or it's not my time to go you decide for yourself if you go to our facebook site more questions and answers with adrian lee the story will be there for you i'll give myself two points before they nail the coffin down i'm now up to seven michelle what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings china has launched a fresh crackdown on funeral strippers funeral Ooh. strippers <laughs> wow the Ministry of Culture said it would target obscene, pornographic, and vulgar performances at funerals and weddings. I don't wow. see why. <laughs> no, way to kill this. Well, that's good entertainment right there. Exactly. exactly. It's Brings what your uncle would have wanted, isn't it? Yeah. Do you not think? <laughs> right. His dying wishes was to have destiny with an eye. Yeah. Pregnant destiny with an eye. Mm -hmm. She's mm -hmm. in her second trimester. Nice. As she's dancing around, a little baby's hand comes out and grabs the grabs money. Grabs the money. Part <laughs> of the act. You have to pay extra for that. Yeah. Little hand coming out. Takes the money off you. 
That's a joy, isn't it? It's worth I love it. it. Worth yeah, every penny. to see that. Or dollar. Oh. It followed reports in the state-run Global Times newspaper about roaring crowds applauding and cursing as women performed at funerals. The tabloid claimed that they sauntered into the crowd and rubbed men's crotches. Wow. While occasionally reminding them not to take pictures. It's a good send-off. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely yeah. spread. Yeah. <laughs> the culture ministry set up hotlines to offer monetary rewards for those who report funeral misdeeds. Some rural communities in China believe hiring performers can increase attendance at funerals and with high attendance yeah. seen as a way of honoring the deceased. In a bid to show off their disposable income and boost the numbers, some households pay out more than their annual incomes for strippers, but also actors, singers, and comedians. Wow. Yeah. I started juggling as a kid. Did you know that? And my mother said, you want to be careful because those gangs of clowns go straight for the juggler. <laughs> no. No? No. I liked it. No. 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 Don't encourage him. <laughs> Beijing first banned funeral strippers in 2015 after two cases where exotic dancers staged obscene performances. At the funeral in Hebei province, two strippers wearing revealing clothes danced on a stage at a public square in our village at night, an eyewitness said at the time. What would time. be the best tune to dance to if you was a stripper at a, a funeral? funeral? Standing on the coffin, giving it all you've got. Highway to hell. Nice. Yeah, that nice. would be a good one. What a wonderful uh, life. <laughs> there must be something out there. We need people to write in best stripper song. Yeah, at a funeral. At a funeral. Let's get your answers. Best one. We'll get read out on the show next week. I think this is the way to go. Yes. Authorities also arrested six erotic dancers at the funeral of an elderly resident in Handan. Six. So they're police cracking look, down. Yeah, police yeah. are looking into it. They, they brought a whole tribe of stripper, funeral strippers. Exactly. We need a collective name for strippers as well. We need a collective noun for strippers. Like you get a flock of seagulls, a pack of wolves. What would be a collective name? For a, a casserole, a stew of strippers, a mm. shaker of strippers, nice, a murder of strippers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on, that's a bit <laughs> dark, a bit dark, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a semi driver. Jeez, <laughs> controversial. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no. Good times. I should give you the points. Two orbulous swinging in opposite direction. Points. I've got one more story in the round. Shake it, Michelle. That's worth a dollar of anyone's money right there. Phil, not paying a dollar to see Michelle swinging everything around. You can't even buy a Snickers for that, can you? No. Wow. Psychic predicts sad news about the royal baby amid the Markle family feud. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Bunk. On an excited bunk. I've not even read the story out. You bunk. don't have to. If you're playing the Bell Bunk and Snort drinking game, you can have. Your second shot of the evening, despite the fact that I've not even managed to get myself into the story in any way, shape, or form. On an exciting episode of Loose Women, never has there been a greater oxymoron, I might add, the panel of ladies were overjoyed to get to see the latest picture of the new royal parents, Harry and Meghan. The show cut to the pair, showing Harry holding their new son and speaking to the press about becoming royal parents for the first time. Later on in the show, TV personality Sally Morgan, famously known as Psychic Sally, made an appearance to make her predictions about baby Sussex's arrival. The star began by guessing the eagerly anticipated name, suggesting that the baby was going to be called Spencer. Well, that went well because they called him Archie. 
but it does have an A and an E in it, so she's yeah. fairly close yeah. there. Yeah. Wow. She's not batting very well at the moment, is she? Yeah. Moreover, Sally also weighed in on the well-documented Markle family feud. Based on her brilliant performance so far, she has every right to then make further comments. In a long-running clash, many of Meghan's family, including her father, Thomas Markle, feel as though Meghan has abandoned them since she gained her new status <laughs> and has allegedly frozen out the majority of the family. The 67-year-old psychic predicted that the joy of the new family member may not be enough to put an end to the family drama, saying, sadly, I don't think the baby will heal the rift. Psychic Sally also claimed to have predicted the death of Princess Diana a year before her passing, previously revealing she had a premonition about a body being pulled from a car and later confirmed it to be Diana. You mean later after it had happened, you right. mean? Right, nice. Sally also appeared on Celebrity Big Brother last year, and made it to the finals, so she's not too concerned about being famous. She didn't win, though, did she? She didn't see that coming. Going. Ah. Wow. Close with the name, or have another guess again. You decide to go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. As we enter our round that we call UFOs and cryptozoology. Miss Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Green Men? Oh, it's me again? Hairy beasties. Why Ooh. not? I'm feeling philanthropic. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's my stomach after the Chinese buffet. <laughs> Man tells cops Bigfoot attacked him with an axe. Oh, yeah! Bigfoot! Wow. Just saying. That got away from me quickly. I'm oh. just saying, minding my own business. Chad was playing with his friend. Yeah. Yes, Chad has a gorilla sat next to him in the studio. Yeah. We're not joking. No, he yeah, literally has a gorilla. <laughs> he's looking to go on a date later this evening. Yeah. A bunch of bananas, and I think he's in. I have to say that. Yeah. Officers in Klamath County, Oregon, recently responded to what turned out to be a rather strange 911 call. The peculiar incident began late on Wednesday evening when the Klamath County 911 dispatch received an emergency call from a man who claimed that someone was trying to kill him with an axe. According to the Klamath County Deputy District Attorney Cole Chase, that is like almost a tongue twister, yeah. the individual in question provided a very little information about what was happening and was threatening, rude, and abusive. Duh. Count it out! Officers raced <laughs> to the scene, however. When they got there, they found no sign of an attacker. When queried about what had happened, the man claimed, that it was Bigfoot well, who yeah. had attacked him. Mm -hmm. The defendant, Mr. Drennan, oh, we go. was combative, made some threats, but ultimately was taken into custody without any physical incident because we subdued him. We hogtied him. We threw him in the back <laughs> of the police truck tracker <laughs> thing. <laughs> The police F-150. <laughs> <laughs> Upon subsequent investigation, there were no signs of that them there Sasquatch, Sam Squatch, present at all. We didn't see no Bigfoot prints, no prints, no drool, no nanas, no nothing. <laughs> wow. The man ended up being charged with initiating a false report and misusing the emergency number. Bigfoot laughing there. 
<laughs> I have nothing to add. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I shall give you two points, but for the life of me, I have absolutely no idea why. A skinned demon carcass has left a woman baffled after she found the horror remains in her backyard. Kelly Garahan posted pictures of the shriveled corpse on Facebook in a bid to find out what the mysterious creature could be. It was demon jerky. Demon Delicious. jerky. Right. I'd like to try that. Demon jerky. Oh. You know that's going to be a spicy. Spicy. Oh. I'd be a little worried and stay with me. It'd be a little hard to come out. Skin tag jerky. Oh, yeah. Her hey, request gum. sparked. Wow, what great bubbles. Her request sparked some bizarre theories ranging from a banana peel. To a chipacabra, which of course is a chip cup of coffee. coffee in Spanish. Oh, I love chip of coffee, which is a blood sucking monsters. Others said a dog was a likely candidate. So a banana peel or a dog. Oh. Or demon jerky. Look at that mm. man taking his banana dog for a drag. Uh. In her post, Kelly of Titusville, Florida. Mm. Florida! Florida woman. It's very, very interesting reading Titusville because I want to say tit us veal. Oh, Compared the animal size Connery. with several objects, including an air freshener can. She was asked to see. They said, what size is it? And she said, it's about the same size. The first thing she thinks of, the first thing that comes into her head when asked for a size comparison, she went with air freshener. Oh, like wow. Aquanet? <laughs> I have no idea. I guess it was about the size of a corn dog, but without the batter and the stick missing. I was thinking one of those little trees. Yeah, she's going with a can or a tin of air freshener. Mm. It has a long snout, teeth, a towel, an elongated torso, and finger-like appendages with claws, which sounds a bit like Michelle's date for tonight. Yeah, baby. Have fun with that after possum. we leave the studio. Mm. Baffled Kelly said its body. It doesn't look like something I've ever seen before, apart from one of those banana peel air freshener devil dogs you read about. I just want to know what it is. I'm new around here. And I was like, I don't know what kind of animal Titusville has. Wow. Oh it has devil banana pill dogs. Kelly's post has attracted over 100 comments with some people likening the remains to an alligator or monitor lizard. But one user spotted whiskers on its face and believes it could not be a reptile. Kaylee wrote, it really does look like a chupacabra. Stephen joked, it's How an alien. Kelly said she sent the photos to the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission for an expert opinion. The organization said the animal was just a devil banana pill dog. Yes. It's a dead <laughs> possum, you'll be pleased to know. But oh. Kelly now wants it removed because it smells so much. Oh. So a job for skin possum disposals Dinky possum. are us. And a can of air freshener is on its way. Floridian devil banana pill dog or why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> How long have we got, Miss Morris? Three minutes. Can you squeeze a story in? What have you got for me in the round of the bizarre and strange? Oh, good. Doctors in China found an unusual cause for a patient's ear problem. Oh. Oh, God. There was a spider in there, and it was building a nest Uh of little spiders. So that would be like a web design. Yeah. (laughs) Went down the ear tunnel. (laughs) No? Nothing? Got nothing? I know an old woman. Who lived in a shoe? No, she swallowed a fly. There's a lot of old women doing some very strange things yeah, out there. Yeah, That's I a don't different know why she swallowed a fly. Woman. He needs to put a bird in his ear. If that, if that old woman has anything to go by, if we're to learn anything from the story about the old woman who swallowed yeah. a fly, I know, as sure as God made it, Lapples, he needs to stick a bird in there. 
This is why millennials don't believe that the elderly have wisdom. No. See, it's all there for you. Stick a bird in your ear, spider gone, right? (laughs) According to the South China Morning Post, the patient in Zhangzhou, we've been there many times before. Always in Zhangzhou. (laughs) North of Shanghai reported an intense itch in his ear and went to the hospital. I didn't notice it when oh, inspecting Mr. Bond. my ear with my naked eye. Nice. Wait, what? His naked eye. Because you can look inside your ear with your naked eye? Yeah, if you take oh. it out and then you hold it up to your ear, <laughs> right. you're good. Or do you just pull your ear really hard and wrap it around? <laughs> we'll find out very shortly. Yeah, it's Do- going to get weird. Dr. Zhang Pan. Let go of my ears. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Of the affiliated <laughs> hospital in Yangzhou University told the Sun newspaper. However, using an endoscope, I discovered a tiny small spider inside. The spider was caught on camera as it spun a web in nice. the ear canal. They could actually see it spinning the web in his ear. Charlotte. Making matters worse. <laughs> yeah, read out. Was let me yeah, out. Let me out. <laughs> it's empty in here. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of Humble. room. <laughs> the elusive... Wow, we're losing listeners all over <laughs> the world. The elusive... Only if they don't love E.B. White. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the elusive arachnid moved too quickly to be caught with instruments and had to be flushed out. Oh. Wash your ears out well tonight. Then maybe you should wash them again <laughs> and again and maybe one or more time. Or just plug them. Stick a cork in your ear. Not just, just getting in there, is it? Spray some raid in them. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a wet willy. <laughs> Spider in ear or nothing to see here. We now enter the round that we call not for your mother, which means you have found us on one of our platforms. So thank you for coming to find us. We really appreciate that if you're listening on soundcloud right now why not press the little orange love heart show us how much you appreciate the show if you're on itunes stitcher tune in i believe you can write reviews as well so why not write good job mqta or keep up the good work we'd appreciate that that helps us enormously this is the round we cannot do on air for fear of being removed or getting a hefty fine it's the stories from around the world this week that are laden with sex, pretty much. Yeah. It's just sexy time. Filth, isn't it? It's Ooh. where we are. Kind of weird sex. Filth. Well, mm. I'm sure all kinds is weird for you, Michelle. True. True. We're going to start off. If your mother's of a nervous disposition, if you've young children in the room, now would be a good time to midgets. usher them up to Sabedi Bice. Move the midgets. With a glass of warm milk and some cookies. Make sure they're out the room. If you're sitting comfortably, I shall begin. Masturbation is more relaxing than yoga, experts say. Can't go back to that yoga class. (laughs) (sighs) I've been to yoga. I was the only man there. It's a room full of old women farting. So I'd share that with you. We're now going to do the mountain position. Did you fart? Well... Let's face facts. If you're in a room full of old women farting, you've got carte blanche. You can do whatever you want. The answer is my, yes or no. Yes, I dropped my guts good and proper because everyone else was. Was Can't it cabbage? It was a feeling of was it freedom. Was it cabbage? I'd go more with like stew. A little bit butternutty. 
Lovely. What's wrong with you? It is. It's full of old women farting. That's all it was. I gave up. You had to cut the air with a knife to get in there. That's Namaste, my ass. Choking, I was. No, did you say namaste? It's all old German women as well in this part of the world. They're all boiling cabbage, aren't they? None must stay. Did you wear yoga pants? Oh, that's got it. And it sounded like a reed. Yeah. Terrible. Whistling. It's a An whole shot test. <laughs> I, I do kind of hope you had like a zebra print yoga pant. Yeah. Ooh, Zubas. And back mm-hmm. balls. It was so bad. And back balls. <laughs> the yoga instructor, I, you know, I was I was hoping to see the yoga instructor afterwards, but that left me in some very difficult positions. Yeah, you couldn't through the fog. Uh, that's right. Uh, oh, nice. There was a lot of women that had hip replacements, knee replacements. They had bricks and things to help them kind of do easy easy yoga. (laughs) I love my brick. This was my yoga experience. It makes you want to go, doesn't it? Our lives are more stressful than ever. Especially in this studio. We can't turn off from social media, work emails and our phones, and many of us struggle to get a decent night's sleep. Experts have long suggested yoga to help relax or de-stress. Oh, good. Oh, God. But it turns out that uh, many of us turn to a more primal form of comfort. Masturbation. There. You should see my corpse position. No. (laughs) Play dead. Ick. The study by sex toy manufacturer Tenga Uh found that 64% of Brits pleasured themselves as a form of self-care. Hot mess yoga. (laughs) God. And more than half of those interviewed said that masturbation helps to improve their overall well-being. You look like you're full of beans. (laughs) No, just me. (laughs) Sex experts. (laughs) You couldn't be more wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Sex experts were not surprised at the outcome of the study. (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Miss Morris, what are you I'm doing? Yoga. You're doing oh. yoga? <laughs> you just thought you'd randomly Ow. throw some yoga out there. Yeah. That's why I heard the vibration noise. Yeah. That's about as funny as my dad wearing a Halloween mask and throwing out made-up gang signs. It's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm amused. Yeah. Sex experts were not surprised at the outcome of the study, and they said according to their own experiences... Masturbation works better for most people's well-being than yoga. I'm gathering myself now because this is a German woman. Sex coach, Yella Kramer. Nope. No. 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 Liar. No. <laughs> that Her cannot name be lies. is Yella Kramer. Nope. Nope. Are you <laughs> do the accent? <laughs> yeah, it all comes down to how good... <laughs> <laughs> this is solo sex east. Wait, wait. Did you say woman? Yes. Go You've on. met German women, have you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they got bigger muscles and tattoos than me. And tashes. It all comes down to how good this solo sex east. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Chad's had his moments. Yeah. Oh, They've all been on his own, yeah. but he's had them. Oh. Well, Only well, when you take relaxing. the time and actually enjoy it, you get more benefits with masturbation than from yoga. And you're not doing it in a room full of old women farting normally. Mm. Depends on how much you pay for it. (laughs) Or what websites you're visiting. But the German sex expert... (laughs) What website are you visiting if you're in a room full of old women farting? 
what kind of strange, bizarre, mixed-up well? Oh, I bet there's hundreds. Yeah. Are you living in? <laughs> Throwing a cake. Gassyandgray.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gassyandgray. Mm. Unbelievable. But the German sex expert called Yellow Creamer warned that especially women need to take more time than men to achieve their goal. They need to ease their way into it, apparently. Uh. Warm up. Limber up. Do Why? some stretching. Depends apparently, on how big the batteries are. men can get over the finishing line quicker. The women are coming out the stalls. The men are galloping over the finishing line. I had a friend at school. His name was Steve. He told me he had to go to the doctors because he just got married and he had a problem that he was galloping over the finishing line as his wife was just leaving the stalls. The doctor said the best thing to do when practicing the physical arts is to imagine something incredibly boring in your head to take your mind off of it. Huh. So he decided the best thing to do would be to change a tyre on the M25 orbital ring road around London whilst he was with his wife. And this worked great. It worked for years. It was fantastic. It put his mind off of it and he stayed the course. And the problem came when he did actually get a puncture on the M25 <gasps> orbital ring road. And uh, it was a messy day for all concerned. Oh my. She said, like sex, masturbation releases hormones that make you happy and relaxed. However, quality plays an important role. It's got to be quality masturbation, not some sort of cheap masturbation behind the dumpster of Kentucky. <laughs> proper not quality. some little tug. No, no tugging. <laughs> it's got to be quality, really well thought out. No two-fingered jig. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> two-fingered jig. That's great. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I swear to God, people need to spend a dollar and watch this. You wouldn't believe what I'm having to look at right now. <sighs> Quality plays an important role. <laughs> Do you know, I would have got over the finishing line quicker if it wasn't for the Irish band in the corner with the guy with the violin. That, that Kalani is a Kalani. I can't get over the line unless I have my wanking Kalani with me. <laughs> Everywhere I go, I've got to bring a minibus full of Irish musicians. <laughs> the chieftains. Over the hills and far away. Yep, I've got my tugging pogues with me. <laughs> Love the pogues. <sighs> Quality plays an important role in ensuring that it was a relaxing effect on all of us. Downward facing dog or tugging on the log. You decide. <laughs> Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Oh, the world's biggest brothel throws down challenge to sex robots. They can't compete. No. Oh, it's the John Henry of the sex world. That's right. Just D plug them in. They'll be fine. They need charging ports. <laughs> They'll be fine. Everything would be great if it wasn't for charging ports. Yeah. Denna from famous Nevada legal brothel Sherry's Ranch made the revelation to Daily Star Online. Is that dry sack, Sherry? Yes. <laughs> Very dry. Uh... Sherry's Ranch is believed to be the largest establishment of its kind in the world, styling itself as a luxurious sex resort. But scientists and engineers the world over are tinkering in labs and workshops to perfect the next generation of sex robots. Nice. Mm -hmm. I'm not opening the ha hairlock. 
<laughs> the hair lock? Did you say the freaking hair lock? Oh. For the hirsute women. <laughs> it's like a chastity belt, except it's natural. It's going to be a whole new group of women to turn me down. I can be turned down by robots now as well. Hmm, perfect. Uh, I'm not opening the airlock, Hal. <laughs> You've no idea what I'm talking about, Morris, have you? You've not got a clue. Look Dave. at you. Just Dave. Just completely blank. <laughs> Dave. Dave. <laughs> Dave. You're my wife now. You're my wife now, <laughs> Dave. <laughs> If you've no clue what we're talking I'm about, sorry. do yourself a favour. Go and look up The League of Gentlemen on the BBC. Oh, well, the they most... can't have children. <sighs> no, you can't, no. We'll have no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, I've got a pen. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story in here. Don't get out, Michelle. Sorry. Oh, it has been predicted that by 2050, human-on-robot sex will be more common than human-on-human romps. Mechaphiles. Yes. But Ranch Mama Denna is not worried as she says her team won't have to worry about the cyborgs anytime soon. She told Daily Star Online that she doesn't think the sex robots will be impacting them. She described how... <laughs> because they're not tops. Yeah. They're bottoms. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. She described how real sex workers offer so much more than the physical pleasure of the act. Sex robots will not be able to match the level of connection and intimacy. Yes, you're lying there with a cigarette, post-quietal, discussing... Money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Existentialism in Spain in the 1920s. Yeah. And it comes after she revealed Sherry's Ranch is swamped by millennial virgins with more late bloomers than ever before. If you were a virgin, would the best place to go be a ranch full of prostitutes? I mean, I kind of think any experience may put you off for life. I, I just... Is that the way to go? Let me put it like this. If you've never driven a car before... Are you going to step into a Ferrari Testarossa or are you going to have a go in a beaten up old Ford Focus or a Taurus before you get A there? Chevette. That's Chevette. right. Yeah. You want to go in a Chevette, do you? I'm yeah. just saying that it may be beneficial to try things out on the road in a beaten up old banger before you go and get in a sports car. Is that That's how you I'm started? Saying. Did you, did you start out with a beaten up old banger? Yes, I had an Escort Mark 1 from 1974. No. It was purple. Oh, oh my God. If it's purple, you should probably tell yes. her to go to the doctor. Yes. yes, it was the best-selling car color in Britain of the 1970s, I might add. Get in the backseat of that, and you're going to have sex in a very uncomfortable place. You're going to need that yoga. That Escort Mark 1 had a turning circle like you wouldn't believe. Incredible car. Yeah, very pleased with it. Good car to learn Can it, I ask it? a question? Oh, here we go. Okay, it's a very private question. And of course, there's only 100,000 people And we listening. are older people. Yes. We are mature. We've been around the block a few times. We've seen the world. Weirdest vehicle you've ever made love in. Ice cream van. <laughs> Is that the truth? <laughs> yep. With the, are you with the serious? Yep. No. With the turkey and the trough song do, do going? Wanna, do you want to flake in that? Wow. Weirdest vehicle? Yes. Someone's done a hearse. I Cop bet car? No. <laughs> <laughs> Last week for Michelle. Back of a fire truck. That, that fire service still writes. They send you a Christmas card every year, don't they? 
Pope Pope Mobile. Pressed against the glass. You moving one dollar around like a sticky octopus oh, up and yeah. around the glass. Oh, Chad. I I got nothing on the Pope Mobile. No. <laughs> wow. What about any other mobile? Mm. <laughs> Batmobile. I wish. I, I don't know. Like I can't think of anything too unusual. Heather, you tell us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The reason uh, she's got given this, this no, it's it's a Chevy Love. Pickup. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> do you know what that is? I do. Something oh, with a mattress God. in it. I'm guessing. Oh. No. Who it's says so romance is dead? Small. It's tiny. Then you're quite a big woman, aren't you? Let's face facts. Whoa. <laughs> hey. Wow, steady on. Shut up, double dip. <laughs> <laughs> that turned quick, didn't it? Wow, that escalated. Double dip. I'll give you a double dip. Come oh over here. Oh, my God. So we've got ice cream van, Pokemobile. Chevy a, Love. And a Chevy Love. Don't Great. forget cop car. Oh. Well, you had to get out of that speeding ticket somehow, didn't you, Michelle? Exactly. Nice. Oh. Again, if there's any listeners that want to <laughs> add to the vehicle yes. collection, excellent ambulance. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. Back of the school bus. <laughs> <sighs> Take your helmet off. We're going for a ride. What's <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> wrong with you? Oh, uh, sex workers at Sherry's offer an emotional connection and authentic human intimacy in order for a robot. To compete with a human courtesan, it would have to be generally self-aware. Yes. However, sentient. Yes. Do I look fat in this? (laughs) (laughs) My butt look big. (laughs) Well, you're in your second trimester. Oh. However, Dana's prediction is what some are working for as they attempt to make sex robots truly autonomous. Whatever. Yeah, the industry at the moment is in its infancy, with current sex robots being more like glorified sex dolls. It's like <coughs> you're using a, a vending machine, isn't it? Kinda, yeah. Press D7, and you, you know. Yeah. You get the potato chips. Intelligence and movement are the two aims, allowing sex robots to give a truly authentic experience. They can save time and just get rid of the intelligence aspect, <coughs> would be my advice. Ah, uh, yeah, it depends. You're not there, are you, for a conversation about, about particle physics exactly, and collective yeah. consciousness in mm. the universe, are you? No. Probably not. Then no. explained, if sex robots ever become smart enough to truly match the human experience, then they may become dangerous. She said, if robots achieve that level of intellect and self-awareness, there will be a heck of a lot more to worry about than the job security of sex workers. They want to be voting. This is true. (laughs) Unbelievable. What's happening? You're done, are you? I'm done. Wow. Yeah. That ended quickly. This never happened to me before. Perhaps we'll try again in 20 minutes. In the cop car. That's right. (laughs) The ambulance sirens were distracting. I'm sure that stain will come out. Giant penises have appeared on Google Maps carved into the grass of three separate parks in Melbourne. The phallic shapes only become clear from (coughs) high up in the sky. And as of yet, no one has claimed responsibility for their creation. Mm. Reddit user Adrian. Yes. Oh, what were you doing? Come on. MTB appears to have been the first person to spot the depictions. The giant penises 
are now being compared to Peru's famous NASCAR lines. NASCAR. <laughs> NASCAR? <laughs> NASCAR lines. You can have the thrill of NASCAR in your own home by flushing a packet of M&Ms down the toilet, pulling the chain, and watching them go around in a circle. Mm, they do turn left. Nice. Which are ancient carved symbols. What, in Australia they might not? Right. <laughs> share that with you. I don't know what the it's rules a whole are. Different thing. There's different rules, isn't there, depending <laughs> on whereabouts you are in the world. But they believe the NASCAR lines were created for religious purposes. I'm guessing the parks of Melbourne, the giant cock and balls, isn't for religious purposes. Just throwing that out there. Huh. Some anthropologists think the NASCAR lines were designed to please the gods, which the ancient people thought were looking down from the sky. However, the giant penis carvings are not having the same effect as now the local council wants to remove it. So there's no pleasing the willy gods there. Local councillor Susan Rennie said, Debin Council condemns this type of irresponsible vandalism on our parks and sports grounds. It is not a cheap joke. Fixing the affected ovals is complex, costing and time-consuming. We'll have to re-turf all around the balls. Because <laughs> they're shaved Manscaped. right now. <laughs> That's right. The council is taking action to remove the graffiti, but it can take months for the grass to recover, oh. during which time our communities are left using substandard grounds, which can be a safety hazard. The largest penis shape is 133 metres long wow. and has been hacked into the Blake Park in Melbourne's suburb of Preston. We only have an hour. You start on the shaft. I'll work on the helmet. Yeah. The three parks involved all have multiple willy images drawn at different sizes and all the parks in question are within a two-mile radius of one another. Do you know on like CSI, they draw a graph and they yes. see... Where, I bet if they draw a line between all the willies <gasps> yes. on a map, sitting in that house will be the culprit. Templar um, willies. That's right. Templar willies. A cock and balls artist, no doubt. There we are. The gods of willy, or don't be so silly, you decide. Go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee, and you can see the 133-metre Australian willy in all its resplendent glory plunging itself into Mother Nature for <laughs> your very self. Miss Morris, you have the last story of the evening in the round that we call Not For Your Mother. Great. It's 2019, and we thought that by now it was pretty obvious what you should and shouldn't be sticking in your vagina. Yes! Well, there's, oh, there's rules. Obvious. Yeah. <sighs> this isn't Vietnam. There's rules. <laughs> But apparently, it's not the case. What's going in? Come on, what is it this week? Come on. What have we got? This year, I'm just going to tell you about this year. This year alone, doctors have already warned women not to put bath bombs, parsley, and cucumbers in their lady parts. Wow, what a party that was. And now they're back with another important myth-busting message. Loofers. And that's not to insert... Garlic cloves into your vagina, what if ladies. You're to keep vampires out of there. There you go. Because apparently that's a thing some people are actually doing at the moment. So shove them up there. Let me go to the kitchen and get an onion. There N- we go. No garlic. It's the same family. It's alum. It doesn't taste Allium? the same. And no. it doesn't keep the vampires away. Exactly. Yeah. Be my oh, luck. I turn oh, up. see now I went somewhere. Suck in the blood. Yep, yep, exactly. Exactly. I like the idea of having a vampire slayer that's not quite gone to school. Missed a few lessons. I was smoking weed under the bleachers. I missed that lesson. You turn up. 
Yeah. With your vampire slaying kit, yeah. you've got a stake, a hammer, Gross. a Bible, and you're holding an onion. Gross. <laughs> like just, just slightly getting it yeah. wrong. Just, Do you know a what little little bit just, just a little bit off. I yeah. think that would be fantastic. Mm. Gynecologist Dr. Jennifer Gunther, who wrote the Vagina Bible, didn't know it existed. Yeah, I've read it a couple of times. Mm, did you put your hand on it? Oh, Swear. Wow. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Mine was written Where by Yellow I... Creamer. I have, <laughs> I have a few epistles in there, I think. Oh. Nice. <laughs> it's like an epistle of uh, mortar. Uh, uh-huh. They're just small chapters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, We're well, all going to hell, you know that. <laughs> all of us, we are going yep. to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. We're going to hell. Well, she has issued a public message to women explaining exactly why it's a terrible idea to put garlic in your nether regions. Oh. In a thread of tweets, Dr. Gunther revealed that some women believe garlic will help cure a yeast infection. But That's this natural is, yoga, isn't it? And, and this cranberries. is simply not the case. There's no granola down there either, Lee. <laughs> there better not be. The crunchy nola. Disgusting. You're all disgusting. It's disgusting. You're disgusting. You're all disgusting. Crunchy with walnuts. Yeah. Nice. No, no cherries. I tell you what, there's a thing what? in Britain called a pickled walnut. It's disgusting. <laughs> For Christmas, you could get a jar of pickled walnuts, and they pickle them with the shell on. Some people have them as a tradition at Christmas, and they taste disgusting. Can you imagine eating a walnut that's been pickled so oh. the shell goes soft, and you eat the whole thing? <gasps> no. Oh. I'm not a person. Send them to us. I don't suffer <laughs> from heartburn in any way, shape, or form. The only heartburn I've ever had in my life is when someone said to me, try a pickled walnut. And I'm a cultural sponge. Sure. I like food. I've tried many wondrous things around the world, ranging from horse to camel. And I tried my pickled walnut. And even now, thinking about it, I'm getting heartburn. Ooh. Terrible. Terrible. To, if God would have wanted us to eat a walnut, he wouldn't have given us a really hard shell, would it, at the end of the day? That is true. Well, she wrote... Why you should not put garlic in your vagina? Uh, Number one. Thread. Garlic contains allicin. In the lab, it may have antifungal, i.e. anti-yeast, properties. This is in the lab, not even in mice. Just a dish of cells. How are you cells. gonna get garlic into a mouse? Your vagina, vagina <laughs> is not a dish of cells. <laughs> Hold that mouse still. Garlic. Don't know what they're doing to Dave. <laughs> I don't even got a female one. Garlic Difficult could have a mouse. bacteria from soil. Bacteria from the soil can be pathogenic, bad for your body. That's why we clean our wounds. If you actually happen to have an inflamed yeasty vagina, oh. <laughs> use a jalapeno. People out there that works way Use a yeah. jalapeno. Exactly. Hot sauce. <laughs> Lovely. That soil bacteria. <laughs> Would be more likely to yeah. infect and red and inflame and make it yummy. Itchy. So <laughs> there you have it, folks. Don't go sticking garlic or any other vegetables, herbs, or spices up your vajayjay. <laughs> <Except> <laughs> That's a bucket, then. Don't put the drumstick up there. 
Lovely. Wow. Maybe a breast. Put it back in the bucket. Ooh. Nice. Garlic vagina or nothing could be finer. You decide, go to our Facebook site, more questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And I just want to give a big thank you to everyone who's Ola. paid their dollar. Thank, thank you, you to so our much. TA Patreon followers. We appreciate you spending money and watching us in the studio, Ola. messing around, being silly, throwing things at one another. You see what I have to put up with while I'm trying to be professional. Like this. And like this. Yeah. Look at this. No need for that, carry on. Maybe some of this. You know, you'd be like this. You're on the telly. Look, look. You'd be, what's your mother going to say? All right, love. Oh. We love you. All right, love. Wow. Oh, don't! Are you gonna do that noise? Chad's now Your gonna favorite. leave, and uh, oh, don't make the noises! I can't bear this. This one? No, don't do it! Oh it's God! Disgusting! Ooh. Don't, don't stop it! That's oh, terrible! Oh golly! Michelle's off on a blind date. Chad's taking his gorilla <laughs> to the bar, and I'm Michelle's, playing with my mouth. <laughs> and I'm gonna go and do some really hard, extensive yoga. <laughs> Fart yoga. <laughs> Well, all good things come to an end. So let us look at tonight's scores. In last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery is Michelle, who Yay! never got off. What? Very splendid. I think you won points for the strippers. You Stripper. got two points. You're in fourth place. <laughs> okay. She gets a tribe of hobgoblins and a field of cows to play with at night somewhere nice. in a field in Zimbabwe. Oh. So tickets there. Good luck getting back from that. Mm. In third place tonight, scoring four points, is Chad. He gets an axe-throwing competition with a Bigfoot after a crate of beer. So what could possibly go wrong? In second place tonight, Heather Morris managed to find herself in second place with a resplendent six points. Under any other circumstances, this would be a winning score. She gets a TV show with Robbie Williams on an obscure TV channel that no one will ever watch. Still famous. Tonight's resplendent first place winner, winning the $33,000 IR cameras myself. I win with a double integer of 11, and I'm in first place. I get a prime slot on the podcast channel Skin Tag Radio, so yeah. listen out for that soon. We'll be doing wondrous and amazing things on there. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we are back with a whole new bunch of stories next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, strange, intriguing, bizarre and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions than answers with Adrian Lee. And now you can jump over to SoundCloud, search for MQTA Radio or go to any of our platforms. We're going to stay in the studio and do an extra 20 to 25 minutes of filth in a round that we call Not For Your Mother. My gratitude and greatest thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Chaton Drainer, Chad Peters, Michelle Corey, and all at the International Paranormal Society at InParanormal.net. And all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area Paranormal Interest Group and MUFON of Minnesota. You've been listening to more questions and answers. The only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world. Why not tell your friends and family and post the link to our shows on your social media sites. We are the very best in paranormal news, radio, entertainment, the light the darkness it just remains for me to say thank you for listening and remember be interested and interesting good night